But the point being, you can lock in for a workout, you can lock into a race pace and really try to feel it and see if it's doable, if it's too much, too little, whatever, that, that could be more difficult to do on the road. So 1215 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode, best of ish edition. Today's quick tip, turn lemons into treadmill lemonade. Hey y'all, real quick before we take a little trip down memory lane with today's quick tip, best of ish edition episode. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by the folks over at YNAB, which is a tool that Rebecca and I have been using for years. It's YNAB as in the letters Y-N-A-B stands for you need a budget and, uh, you know, depending on, on where you are, I mean, I don't know anybody's financial situation, nor is it any of my business to know anybody's financial situation. But near as I can tell, you know, money makes the world go round. And, uh, you know, we all might could use maybe just a, a little more of it or at least be a little more intentional with how we spend it. Whether you're, you know, looking for, um, you know, a new pair of running shoes or, or maybe you live your life under, with the motto that one can never have enough pairs of running shoes. Uh, maybe saving up for a, an epic racecation. Maybe maybe bringing the family. Maybe maybe going solo. You know, you you do you. Uh, maybe just you know saving up to to buy a new car or to to get out of debt or whatever the case might be. Uh, YNAB, like I said, has been it's been awesome for Rebecca and I. I use it. We use it for us personally. I use it for me in the, as the business. And uh, it's not it's nothing miracle. There, there's it's no snake oil. It's no you know just do this and get rich quick. No 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 no. It just it just helps to kind of make sure that that where you're spending your money are the places that you want it be spending your money. Obviously, we, there's plenty of things we have to spend money on that uh, maybe we don't enjoy, uh, you know, some of the necessities of life, but, you know, trying to make sure we've got enough left over for that next race entry fee, uh, maybe to, to hire your boy to, to coach you a little bit um, or whatever, whatever else it might be that would be useful for you. If uh, that could be something that would be useful for you, check out my, my link, which is nothing real fancy, but, but it gives you a little extra bonus in terms of uh, free access and whatnot. Uh, disruns.com slash Y N a B is the link. Uh, ultimately you get a free 34 months to try out the product. If you like it and you decide to, to buy the annual subscription, which Rebecca and I have been, been paying that subscription now for a handful of years. And, and I got to say in all honesty, uh, it more than has paid for itself every single year. Um, if you end up getting that, that subscription by using my link, you'll actually get 13 months in the form of 12, Versus if you just go through their website, you still get the same 34-day trial, but then your 12 months is only worth 12 months. So you get an extra month for free if you like it and decide to sign up for it. No cost to you. And all I get out of it, I don't get any money, monetary value. Um, I get the good feels of, of you know, hopefully helping you out. Uh, if, again, if you find it useful, but I also get an extra month tacked onto my subscription. So everybody everybody wins. Um, but again, if you're interested, disruns.com slash Y-N-A-B is the link. They have all kinds of tutorials and, and onboarding tools to help you get started. And, uh, I got to say you're, I, I can't speak for you. Game changer for us. Absolute game changer for us. Um, and, and would never plan to go back if, if I can avoid it, you know, as long as they stay in business, they'll keep getting my annual subscription for sure. So check it out. So today taking a little trip back in time, uh, almost five years back to February of 2019. Originally this was episode 691. Uh, if, if you're new around here, we do this best of ish thing every month where we kind of look back into the archives. What's, what's an episode from, from the Wayback machine that maybe is worth bringing back, you know, bringing back up to the surface, shining a little bit of light on it, uh, maybe relevant and timely still from, from the past. And, uh, let's, let's talk about it. The, the blog post basically copied and pasted the audio. This is me re re-recording. 
um, may or may not sound very similar to the to the last time through. I got a feeling this one will be pretty pretty similar, um, but I think it's also timely and relevant. And and as much as I dump on the treadmill, and if you've been around here very long, you know I dump on the treadmill. If you're new around here, buckle up. I'm going to dump on the treadmill a lot because um, I just I just don't like it. You know, there's nothing nothing inherently wrong with it. I guess if if you do, you know, if that works better for you to to, you know, run on the treadmill while the, the kids are taking a nap or, or go to the gym or whatever. Hey, you know, you, you do you, um, if it was up to me to run on the treadmill, uh, I, we'd be going out of business. We'd be finding a new line of work because I'm just not going to do it. Um, but that said, you know, sometimes depending on, on where you live and I've, I've, uh, I guess I've had to, to at least open my mind to this idea a little bit more now that we live in Georgia versus Florida a couple years ago. Um, not that Georgia is proper winter, right? Like, don't get, don't, don't at me about Georgia still. Is, it's still the South, but guess what? We get ice on our on our trails once in a while. Um, you know, my one of my my running goals this year, loose running goals this year, don't eat it on the ice on a couple of the trails that I ate it on last year. So so far, you know, knock on wood, so far so good. Um, but we are in in peak ice season right now. And judging by the recent weather forecasts as of mid-January 2024, lots of places are in peak winter right now. Even places that don't typically get peak winter are in peak winter right now. Lots of ice, lots of, of really cold temperatures to the point where, you know, and again, we, we credit Jen with this this comment every time because she, I, I'm 99% sure it was her that said it. You know, there's there's no temperature that's too cold to run in provided you have the right gear. A little bit of a, you know, kind of, of massage that quote. I don't think that was the exact quote, but the, the point remains that if you've got the right gear, you know, it's, it's never too cold to get outside for an hour or two and get your miles in. That said, whether you've got the right gear or not, you may not want to get out all the time when it's negative 52 or whatever it's been in certain places recently. Um, or, you know, maybe it's 16 where you are and you're like, fuck, I don't, I don't want to run when it's 16 degrees. Hey, that's, that's, I, I get it. I get it. You, you do you, whether you've got the gear or not, if it's, if it's too cold for you to get outside, um, or it's, it's super icy and you're just not comfortable because let's not kid ourselves, right? As much as we want to go for a run, as much as, as running is, is good for all of the things that, that may or may not ail us, um, going down on some black ice, you know, typically, hopefully, you know, doesn't, it doesn't cause any serious damage. Um, but stranger things have happened than a pull or a sprain or a strain or heaven forbid a fracture from slipping on ice, right? And and the idea of I'm going to be a tough guy and I'm going to go run in this you know polar vortex, um, but then you slip and you fall and now you're now you've got some type of of serious potentially serious injury and you can't run for two three four months. I mean, you got to you got to do the calculus, right? You got to do the math and decide what risk is worth it for you. And Lord knows, I probably take some risks that I wouldn't I wouldn't um, advise you to take via via this medium. Uh, you know, so so do as I say, not as I do sometimes. But moral of the story: maybe maybe right now, maybe this weekend, the weather has got you going. I don't know, like, ugh. and of course, maybe this this this. You know, maybe you press pause on this and you revisit it in July and it's hot and humid and it's gross and it's, and there's heat issues. And maybe you're the type of runner that is a little bit more susceptible to heat issues because some people it hits, a, the heat hits a little harder than others, just like for some, the cold hits a little bit har- harder for others. So maybe this, you know, this, this could be a summer episode as well, where just due to the conditions, 
you're it's probably not going to be a good experience for you to head outside and run. Now, in that situation, whether it's whether it's weather related or other things, I mean, I might could argue that just take a day off, right? If it's if it's a one or two day thing, you know, missing one or two runs, not that big of a deal. But I also know that some of you clowns, some of you, some of you type A plus plus people are like, I can't, I can't have a missed run on my calendar. And I say that with love because there's a half a dozen of you that I coach that that are, that, that say that type of thing. I, I, you know, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't take the day off, coach. But I mean, you could have, you could have. But if if you're the type that's, the, or just mentally, you just need to run. Maybe you've taken a couple few days off and the ice is still there. And you're like, is I need my my family needs me to run. My every every ounce atom in my body needs me to run, uh, but I can't get outside. You might you might just find that the treadmill is is your only hope, right? It might be the only option. And if if you're like me, where that's a pretty miserable option, but maybe maybe just maybe you know needs must in desperate times and desperate measures and all those types of things, you know I I could I could envision a scenario I think. I don't like to envision it, but I can envision a scenario where, yeah, okay, I guess, I guess I'm going to have to get on this damn treadmill for, for, you know, it might not be a long run, might not even be my standard six. It might just be a mile or two, but like sometimes you got, you got to do what you got to do. Right. And, and if you're, you know, Thessaly's listening to this rolling over laughing because she's like, well, I mean, you know, whatever it's, it's, it could be 53 degrees and sunny outside with 0% humidity. That's a perfect, perfect day to get on the treadmill. Yeah, we, we know if you, if you, those of you, those, those weirdos that love the treadmill, you just, you know, do your, do your treadmill thing. Uh, but for the rest of us, if life gives you lemons in the form of the weather's brutal and the treadmill is the only option, as much as it pains me to, I don't know if it pains me to admit it, but, but I, you know, if I'm going to be as, as. I, I can't even say I'm, I'm being unbiased about it, right? I'm biased. I don't like the treadmill. But there are times when the treadmill can be a really useful tool. A really useful tool. Um, not useful enough for me personally that I'm going to start running on the treadmill more often than not. But if 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 you got to get inside and you got to get your miles in on the treadmill, if that's if that's the option um, and, you, and you feel about treadmills about the same way that I do, Maybe maybe you look for the silver lining. Maybe you look for the ways that you can make a little a little treadmill lemonade and actually get some something not just the release of running, but actually something useful and valuable in terms of training via the treadmill. How so? Well, here are a few options. Now, you know, I I I would imagine probably somewhat self-explanatory that they're all going to be pace-related focuses, right? Foci focuses, yeah, whatever. Um because that's I mean, you know, if you're going to if you're going to be running on a treadmill like Set it and forget it is kind of kind of the best, you know, other than, that way you don't have to adjust up and down all the time and this and that and the other. So a lot of times for, for at least for, I mean, a lot of times on occasion for some runners, um, that whole starting, starting a little bit too fast and petering out thing is an issue. And it can be that, that for any type of runner, meaning you could be the type of person that just sets out and runs, you know? No, no planned walk breaks, that type of thing, which I don't say that with any shade, just bear with me for a second, but just straight running, you know, you start out, Hey, I'm going to try to try to keep a steady pace today. And then you get back and you look at your splits and like first mile was at in nine minutes. And the second mile was at nine forty, and the second mile was 1110. And the third mile was 1130. And you're just like, well, damn, like I couldn't, I, I thought I was running. I, I was doing my best and I couldn't hold steady. Um, I've even noticed again with folks I've coached or folks I've talked to over the years that 
Sometimes the same type of thing happens with folks that do that have a planned run-walk interval. Whatever those intervals are, however long or short they might be, uh, sometimes holding a steady running interval can be a challenge, especially outside. You add a, a little bit of, of hills or turns or topography or things like that, but even on, on flat, more or less flat terrain. Sometimes you know, it's just human nature, right? Sometimes it, you, you lose your focus, you slow down a little bit, you, you get a little too fast, it catches up to you, whatever the case might be. Obviously, the treadmill can be a great tool for just settling in and running even intervals, right? Even splits for, for a, if you're just doing a steady state type of run um, or for run walk to really kind of feel like this is the effort I need to give in the first mile of my run or in my first couple sets of intervals or whatever so that I can hopefully maintain it towards the second half, towards the, the final third of my run. Um, so just, just having some experience of running running those splits, seeing the data and, and not just from your watch and looking down, but like right here in front of you, the ground is moving at this pace. Is this maintainable? Is this doable? Do I need to adjust? Do I need to adjust maybe my expectations to meet where I am physically right now? Uh, but working on kind of practicing that, that interval control or just that, that even split type of, of scenario uh, could be a useful training tool for you. Another thing that could be useful also pace related. Um, would be just feeling what an easy pace would feel like. And again, this can work with intervals. This can work with, with folks that are just running straight through. But if, you know, again, uh, too often as, as a coach who's all in on run slow, race fast, and, and keeping the easy runs easy, um, you know, I get feedback from folks. They're like, God, like I felt, I, I just, I couldn't get comfortable running easy. So I just bumped it up a little bit. And it's like, all right, you know, I, yeah, and, and, you know, we're working together. We're trying to, to, to get to the same common end. Um, and we'll get there eventually. But especially when you're outside, you know, you're cruising, maybe you're just like, you're, you're kind of over it and, the, and the, the house is a mile away and you're just like, I'm just going to go. Like, I just want to get this silly thing over with. Uh, but on the treadmill, right, it, it, there's there's a little bit um, because, well, to back up, you do that at, at, out, out on the road. Um, it's easy. You know, you, sometimes it's a conscious decision, right? But sometimes it's not so conscious and you just kind of get home and you go, wait a second. Why was that last mile so fast? Or why was the last mile so slow? Kind of relates to the previous uh, suggestion there. Um, but, but you know, when you're running on the treadmill, assuming it's calibrated correctly, um, you know, you can really get a chance to just settle in and feel what easy pace might feel like. And it might feel awkward. It probably will feel awkward, especially if, you, if you're kind of new to running slow, racing racing fast, or just kind of running by effort, heart rate training, whatever, whatever different vernacular of effort-based training, you know, kind of resonates with where you are. Um, it does feel awkward and it, and especially when you're outside and you're just cruising down the, down the streets of your neighborhood. Um, if you're not super focused on maintaining the awkward feeling form and, and gait and pace, it's easy to slip back into kind of not too hard, not too, not easy enough, just kind of meh. Right. But when the treadmill is going at whatever at 10 minute pace at 12 minute pace at seven minute pace, whatever is the appropriate easy level of pace for you, which I know easy is effort, but just work with me here. If, if you, if you get into what is, is a proper easy type of effort, easy type of pace for you. And the, the treadmill is just, con, con, just continuing along. You kind of have to keep working at it. And, and Oh, by the way, you know, it might not be just in one run, but at least you're feeling it for the course of two miles, three miles, five miles, whatever you're doing start to ingrain some of those, those, you know, the, the, the mind muscle, mind body connection, some of the neurological pathways. Um, you just kind of start working through the awkwardness until it starts to feel a little bit more easy. And then it's more natural to stay to, to where the easy level of effort 
doesn't feel as awkward. It feels just kind of easy. It feels easy, right? And then once it feels easy, it's easy to maintain that easy, and then you really start to get that benefit. So feeling easy pace is is a perfect use of the treadmill. Uh, likewise, feeling a, like a tempo pace. I've, I've said before, I'll say it again, tempo runs or even even certain you know race pace type of runs, which these can both kind of work together here as the final good good use of uh, the treadmill. Um, really, any kind of workout pace, quite frankly, um, they're, they're hard. They can be hard to maintain, right? And and especially if you if you're as bought in on you know again effort based training as I like to think that uh, that you should be, you know, for whatever whatever it's worth, whatever the guy on the other end of the microphone is is his opinion is worth. Uh, I think it's something that that works as as good as 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 much as possible for just about everybody. Um, you don't you don't just practice race pace every time you're out for a run. I don't think you should, right? But maybe you're on the treadmill and you're like, God, I got to grind out seven miles today. I'll do a couple warm up miles easy, and then let's let's just you know maybe you don't have a, a, a goal race coming up for four, five, six months from now, right? Maybe you don't even have a set goal plan for said goal race. But maybe you're like, you know what? I don't, I wonder, I wonder, you know, I've got this half marathon coming up a few months from now. Haven't really thought of what my, my goal pace might be yet, but I wonder if I could break 150. I wonder if I could break 145, you know, whatever it is, maybe, maybe your, your PR is, is kind of right around two hours. You're like, I don't know how big I could go. How big could I go? Well, maybe, maybe you just take the opportunity. Life gave me lemons. I'm on the bloody treadmill. Let's throw down. Let's see if I can do two miles easy, and let's see if I can do two two to three miles at that pace at one forty five pace, whatever whatever that is. I don't have the I don't have the numbers off the top of my head. I think that's that's probably about eight minute pace, maybe maybe seven forty five, something like that. That'll put you at, a, at an hour and forty five minute half marathon. Don't at me if I'm off, but I think that's close. So then you just lock it in on the treadmill and go. Let's see what we can do. We're gonna we're gonna do at least two miles. We'll try to do up to four or five, you know, and we'll just see if we can hold it. And maybe you get to two, maybe you get to two and a half, three, three and a half miles before it really starts to become too much. So you dial it back and go, all right, well, that's where we are. I think, you know, with four more months of good, solid training, maybe, maybe, maybe you get there and you just cruise right on three. And you're like, well, hot damn. Like, I guess I, maybe I should set my sights a little higher. Maybe you, you don't even make it a quarter mile. They're like, all right, well, yeah, yeah, that was, that was too aggressive. But the point being, you can lock in for a workout, you can lock into a race pace and really try to feel it and see if it's doable, if it's too much, too little, whatever, that, that could be more difficult to do on the road. Maybe you could still you could still do the same thing on the road, but at least in this case, there's no variance, right? The, the treadmill is just humming along at that pace. And so you can really kind of feel it and really get, you know, is am I where I should be for this target, for this race, for this workout, etc. So, you know, again... I'm not, I'm not going to say that the treadmill is a great invention. I mean, I, I, literally, it was created as a torture device. I think that it's, I think that it's still, still going strong, still torturing runners, you know? Um, but if you find yourself between a rock and a hard place, or if you're a psycho and you're just like, I just love the treadmill, um, there are ways that you can you know, get some good value from it. It can be, it can be a good tool if you use it in such a way, right? Like any, anything, you know, if you got a hammer, everything looks like a nail sometimes, but sometimes the hammer is the absolutely the right tool for the job. You know, if, you, if you've got a treadmill, sometimes you can make it, you can make it a good 
a good piece of equipment to help you continue to make progress towards your goals and, uh, you know, be more than just blowing off some steam and scratching the itch, but actually be something that, that maybe just maybe helps to move your fitness forward long-term. So there you go. Feel out, you know, running, running steady splits, steady, steady, you know, even intervals, even splits, things like that could be a good use for it. Feel an easy pace and kind of just locking in could be good for it. And also feel in certain paces for different workouts, race pace, things like that. And just, and just going and seeing how it goes. And then using that to help refine your goals or, um, you know, improve workouts, things like that. So pace control, ultimately TLDR after 20 minutes, TLDR, the treadmill is a good tool for pace control. Um, which most of us, myself, absolutely included could benefit from using once in a while, but I'm still not going to run on the treadmill. Still not going to do it. Still not going to do it. Not going to do it. Anyway, let me know what you think. Let me know what you like about the treadmill. Tesla, don't add, don't don't even bother because I know you like everything about the treadmill. But if for those of you that are maybe a, a bit less drinking the uh, the, the treadmill lemonade, uh, do you ever use one? What what conditions make it happen? What do you think? What what's what's your best way of, of turning lemons into lemonade? Love your thoughts on the on the treadmill. Um, and you know where to find me at Diz Runs on all the social medias. DizRuns at gmail.com, of course. And then back to the show notes for today. Which uh, we got some memes, we got some gifs, we got some things. Uh, Dizruns.com slash twelve fifteen. Dizruns.com slash one two one five. We'll get you back to the show notes for today. Uh, once again, today's episode pseudo sponsored by Wineab, though they don't even know they're sponsored today's episode. But there is that little uh, little extra perk for me if you if you do sign up, I get an extra month. You also get an extra month. Um, and for my money, it's money well spent. Which is interesting that we're talking about spending money on a tool to help you save money, but it really does work. Uh, at least it, it has for us. Uh, it's worked for me in the business. It's worked for me and Rebecca personally. Um, and you got 34 days to try it for free and you don't even have to, it's not even one of those like trial periods where you put in your credit card and then they, they bill you, you know, like they're like, if you don't, if you don't jump through 47 hoops to cancel on time, then we're just going to bill you. No, 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 no. You just get it for free. And then after 34 days, they're like, all right, well, if you want more of it, now you can put your credit card info in. Um, but check it out. Dizruns.com slash YNAB to get that extra month free. If you decide you like it, Again, disruns.com slash Y-N-A-B. Uh, hopefully you find it useful if you do take the take the the, the, the plunge. Take it take it up for the free offer. Um, and I got a feeling it'll it'll change it'll change things for you for sure. But anyway, that's it for me. Uh, hope you enjoyed this one. Hope you're not stuck on the treadmill if you don't like to be, but if if push comes to shove, you can make you can make some use out of your time on the, the torture rack. So good luck to you. May the odds be in your in your favor. And with that, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed this one. And uh, we'll talk soon, right? See you.